get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Mac and Michelle Smallman here on 101 ESPN. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and talk a little Mizzou football with the voice of the Missouri Tigers. Mike Kelly is with us here on 101 ESPN. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Good morning, Michelle. How are you? We're doing well. Hey, Mike. <laughs> Dan. How you doing, Mike? Who's this? <laughs> this is Dan McLaughlin. Uh, Mike, you know, we've known each other for a long time. One of my best friends. Oh. We talk all the time. I'm, yeah, that guy. The, you know, the guy oh. that I was supposed to play a golf tournament with uh, next week, but you went and got three other guys. Wow. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> that It's self-explanatory, isn't it? Sounds like you didn't want to be with me. That's okay. Two former college golfers or you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take your winnings after you guys win. That'll be nice. Oh, By the way, you do hey, you do a great job, and in all seriousness, uh, the SEGS for Vets a golf tournament is coming up. Mike has been on the board of that. That's not why we got you on, by the way. We wanted to talk a little football. But um, that is coming up on Monday, uh, Persimmon Woods, and they just do an amazing job. I've been involved with it. Uh, Mike got me involved with it, which is getting segues for veterans that have been uh, disabled in combat and, and serving our country. And it's an inspirational day. And, Mike, you guys do just a wonderful job with that. Jerry Kerr runs the organization, so you're to be commended for all the uh, – awareness you brought to that and also all the money that you've raised so it's a great thing well yeah i, I do very little i mean honestly it's, it's jerry kerr it's 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 kelly Gaines, it's it's zach reeves it's it's others that 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 really you know run the operation and it's it's hard to imagine that it's been 20 years and uh you know um several thousand um segways or alley chairs delivered to our servicemen, men and women who have come back with uh, with with huge mobility issues uh, from the theater of battle, and you know, several years ago started reaching back to the Vietnam era veteran, and uh, it's just it's it's really a humbling experience because uh, there's nothing like the spirit and the determination of the uh, of of the warriors that uh, that keep us safe. No question. Well put. For sure. Mike Kelly, the voice of the Missouri Tigers, here with us on 101 ESPN. And a tough matchup, Mike, for Mizzou this weekend as they face Texas A&M, who's coming off a huge win over Alabama. Maybe it's a little bit of a hangover game. Who knows? But how do you see a potential path to victory for Mizzou over that Aggies team? Bill O'Brien, you're first and goal at the three. Brian Robinson's averaging almost six yards a carry. Why do you throw the ball three times from first and goal in your three? You settle for a field goal, uh, four-point play right there, four-point uh, situation, and uh, A&M wins by three. So, um, you know, first of all, you know, credit the Aggies because they played, they played really, really well. Calzada, the quarterback, was was state of the art. He completed his first ten passes. Uh, they've got a variety of playmakers, you know, on their offensive side. From a defensive standpoint, they're they're really good at, at, at bringing, you know, different type of pressures and blitz packages each and every game so yeah it, it, it is a it, it's a it's a difficult assignment uh, I can't imagine that A&M is going to play as well as they did last week 
before 106 screaming, standing fans at Kyle Field, which which was state of the art last weekend. Um, but um, you know, you, you you've got to do your best. You know, right? You got to come out and and, and try to stop the run. Um, and, uh, you know, try to score on offense as much as you possibly can. How would you sum up what's happened, Mike, with the uh, the Tigers so far this season? Uh, I think they're probably about where I thought they would be uh, at the beginning of the season. Uh, you know, three and three. I didn't I didn't foresee Tennessee beating Missouri by the margin of victory that they that they did. Uh, I thought the Boston College game was going to be a difficult game to win on the road for this team. Uh, but they got it to overtime and had a chance. Um, Kentucky is it, Kentucky was a was a game that um, you know again you had a chance to win if you could make one more play. But uh, I think we've seen that 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 Kentucky's legit this year, and that you know if there was a team or a school that really excelled in the transfer portal during the offseason, it was it was Mark Stoops and his staff with. You know, Levis, the, the the quarterback, Wandell uh, Robinson, the the, uh, the the wide receiver that came from Nebraska, and uh, Dari Rosenthal, the uh, tackle that came from from LSU. So, um, kind of thought that they'd be where they where where they are. Um, I, you know, and you still have things in front of you. You just got to uh, figure out a way uh, to to pick off some more wins as the season progresses. The voice of the Missouri Tigers, Mike Kelly, here with us on 101 ESPN. And, Mike, there's been a lot of eyes on this Mizzou defense this season. A couple weeks ago, they fired their defensive line coach, Jethro Franklin, and Al Davis is now going to coach the defensive line for the rest of the season. What do you think that Al Davis can bring to Steve Wilkes' defense? I don't know a lot about Al Davis, uh, just what I've read. I've, I've, I've only you know met him briefly in passing, um, actually during training camp and, and, and briefly I saw him after the Boston College game. So uh, what the players have said early on, Michelle, is that he's, he's brought unity and camaraderie and that uh, there, there was a sense of urgency, uh, that they didn't feel like they were playing at the level that they should and that the, as a group and as a unit that they, they met together and decided that they all needed to to do better. Um, you know, listen, I mean, I, am not surprised by the struggles that Missouri's had from a defensive standpoint. Um, I, I thought at the beginning of the season that the defensive line might be better than it is played to this point in the season, but you know, numbers don't lie. And if you're just, if you go back and you look at the last three games of last season, Missouri against Arkansas gave up 600 yards of total offense, almost 300 yards rushing, and 48 points. Against Georgia the following week, they gave up 600 yards of total offense, almost 400 yards rushing, and 49 points. Against Mississippi State, Missouri gave up 500 yards of total offense and 51 points. They went 1-2 and two in those last three games, beating Arkansas on a last-second field goal. Then from that defense a year ago, you take five starters, three guys that are playing in the NFL, uh, Bledsoe, Along with uh, Gillespie and uh, and Bolton starting for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, and then two guys that went into the transfer portal. Trey Williams initially went to said he was going to Houston, ends up at Arkansas. Um, Markel Etsy ends up at Arkansas for his final year. He's an Arkansas native. You take five starters off of what I think everybody would say was a defense that struggled the last three games of the year. 
it's not surprising that they're struggling on defense this year. It's a rebuilding process. You need to understand it's, it's year two of a program, and, and, and how do you get better? Well, you got to recruit better, and, uh, and I know that that's something they're trying to do. How about uh, Eli Drinkwitz and just your thoughts generally on what he's done in the first, uh, I guess, year and a half now and how he's kind of holding up here in year two of uh, his tenure as the head coach of the Tigers? Uh, well, he's eight and eight. So, um, you know, I think he's I, I, I think he is, uh, you know, I, I think there's some time I, I, I enjoy being around him, first of all. Uh, I think he's brought an energy uh, to the program, particularly from a recruiting standpoint, that um, uh, you hope will pay dividends uh, moving forward. And as I say hope, I mean the people that have committed, um, and maybe there's going to be another commitment in the, in, in the near future. And you hope that all those folks sign and that you're able to develop them and that uh, they're able to, um, you know, lead this program uh, forward from that point. Um, I like his staff. Uh, like being around very impressive individuals. Uh, I think he's extremely uh, detail oriented. Um, You know, I think he uh, also is a guy that, you know, was, uh, was humbled by the Tennessee game and was, was stunned. But to his credit afterwards, I thought he handled that setback extremely well when he was meeting with the media. I thought he was honest. I thought he was thoughtful. He didn't snap. Uh, at anyone, uh, he absorbed it and and moved forward. And, and he knows that he has to continue, and he and his staff have to continue to work to build this program. So it's you know as I told him after the Tennessee game, he sat down next to me for Tiger Talk, and I said, "Listen, if there weren't problems, you wouldn't be here." <laughs> Good point, and that is well put, uh, Mike. Good luck on the event, by the way, on Monday. Uh, You're I, still invited to join us if you'd like to. I understand. <laughs> Um, by the way, I, I do want to ask you about this very quickly. And I know that when you and I talk recruiting, we both are kind of in the same boat where we say, um, yeah, you know, we'll see how it works out. The guy, you hear about five star, you hear about two star, and then they make the guy into a five, all that stuff. Um, and I follow it from afar. But I am curious about, and I think Missouri fans are curious about Luther Burden, which is the young man from East St. Louis. And I believe he visits Georgia this weekend, visited Columbia last weekend. Um, What have you heard about that? Because clearly here in St. Louis, there's a lot of excitement about that young man. Uh, Dan, I honestly haven't talked to anybody about it. Um, I, I, you know, you and I have known known each other long enough that I don't follow recruiting. I just don't. I don't get caught up into it because, you know, you can put a, you know, first of all, stars are deceiving, uh, depending on who your recruiting service is that you use and depending on how much of an emphasis individual programs in terms of money that they provide to those recruiting services, uh, you can, you can get, you can get stars flipped on guys just by the amount of money that you're given a different, a different service. So, so I don't, I don't follow it because, because stars don't tell you what, what's, what's inside the, the, the chest. Right. Stars don't tell you how determined the young man is to become a player. Um, And so, you know, I I just don't follow it. I know there's a lot of excitement about the kid. I literally knew he was in town last weekend, but I haven't talked to anybody um, about his visit. I just I you know, that's just something I've, I've always just stayed out of. Sure. Mike, you are a five star person and broadcaster. But I guess well, we're not supposed I, to put a lot into five stars, is what you're telling me. So, well, you know exactly. So, well, you uh, know. Anyway, have fun on uh, on Monday. Raise a bunch of money, my man, and uh, we'll catch up soon. It's great to talk to you, Michelle. 
blessings the rest of the day. <laughs> you too, Mike. Blessings to you as well. Thank Thanks you. Thanks a lot, Mike. See you, See you buddy. That's uh, Mike Kelly, great voice of the Missouri Tigers. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. It's a well-known fact that good sleep leads to a happier life. Okay, maybe that's not a fact fact, but... Don't you just feel amazing after a great night's sleep? Like the first night back in your own bed after traveling. It's time to demand more first night back kind of sleep. Stop tossing and turning and talk with your doctor about how you can seize the night and day. And visit SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more.